Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full on thriving, baby. Yes! Okay, okay, I'm super pumped because today we are talking about treating mental illness like a bad habit. And I don't mean a bad habit as in like you're a bad person, I mean bad as in like the acronym, so bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Okay, so we're gonna start treating it like a bad habit. And I'm going to get all into what that means in just a minute. But I do want to hit you with a reminder that March 10th, mark the calendar, do what you need to do. Okay, put it down. Remember, commit it to memory. Um, That is when the doors for Beat the Bad are opening again. And I am so excited for them to be opening again. It's been incredible. Like, oh, it's just incredible watching my students just be like so excited about like these little shifts and how they make a massive impact in their life. Like it is just beyond beautiful to witness and to just see them like realize how strong they are and how much they can create change in their lives and that they don't have to let the bad stop them. It's just, it's miraculous. And especially, you know, especially for those people that don't want to go the meds and therapy route or it's not working for them. So Definitely make sure you mark a calendar, but also you can go to www.simplyalley.com slash BTB. You can check out more, more about what it's all about, but you can hop on the wait list there so I can remind you (laughs) and you don't have to be sitting there reminding yourself constantly. Um, So just wanted to hit you with that reminder, but let's go ahead and read review of the week. It is short and sweet. Oh yeah. And it is a five-star review by DC Grace 15 that says, love it. And yeah, I'm I'm assuming, I'm assuming they sang it. Um, and it just says upbeat and helpful. I love it. Thank you so much for leaving the review. And if you haven't already go, goodness, go leave a review. (laughs) Um, it would be much appreciated if you did means the world to me. And yeah, that's, that's all that is. Okay. So let's talk about treating mental illness like a bad habit, because honestly, mental illness can feel big. It can feel intimidating and freaking scary when you're in it. Like I know that space all too well. Uh, And it's, and it's, it really feels defeating. And I'm going to go as far as, you know, especially if, if you are like how I was and you've experienced having somebody tell you that it's a chemical imbalance in your brain and you're like, what am I supposed to do with that? I don't get to, I don't get to like, change those chemicals. I don't know. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to process. And I, and I really do feel for anybody who like is, is living with this because it sucks. And it's, it can feel like this big, scary thing because of the fact that I think truly because it involves your brain, like we're all not super like knowledgeable on brains and stuff. Like we're not (laughs) brain surgeons. We're like, yeah, we just figure that out. Um, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a place where we just don't feel familiar. And, you know, like, it's still something that is, is 
being learned about by professionals and all that goodness. So I want to give you my approach to this because, you know, I I took the approach of just being like, whatever to what everybody else says, and I'm just going to figure out how to beat this on my own. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to do it. Now, I don't want you to have to do that. That's why I'm here. That's why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but you know, one of the things that I did was I started treating mental illness like a, like a habit, not like this unchangeable thing in my life that I got no say over and it was just part of who I was and that I was stuck with it. That's how I felt for a very long time. And I did say that I had bipolar disorder and I had depression, I had anxiety. And even though people might correct me on that, it was how I coped with it. Um, but I was still treating it like a like a habit and, and finally got out of that space and I was able to detach myself from it. But really, you make the monster seem smaller, right, when you turn it into a habit. So rather than looking up at this big towering monster, we get to call the high ground, okay, and make it smaller and look down at it. And if you've seen the horror movie it specifically second one then you can understand what i'm talking about <laughs> um but when you when you do that like not when you do that but you can do that by turning it into a habit and i looked up the definition for a habit and it said a settled or regular tendency or practice now it also said especially one that is hard to give up and and given okay like i think mental illness as a habit is hard to give up because it's what we know we know it well. And maybe we don't know what else to do. Um, so, you know, that's all it is. It's just a regular tendency or practice. Your brain knows how to, how to do it. Your brain might know how to have panic attacks or cry a lot or freak out or have your mood go from zero to, oh my goodness, in like 0.2 seconds, <laughs> like, like what I dealt with. And oh, I just want to give you some hope Okay, I want to give you some hope and I want to help you shift your perspective around this, that it isn't something that you're stuck with. It is not something that is just wrong in your brain that you can't change. It is something you can change. And I'm going to stand here and I'm just going to say that loud and proud. <laughs> but I want to give you hope that you can you can shift your perspective around this and see it as a habit. Because when you see it as a habit, you can start to step in little by little. Why? because you've separated yourself from it. You don't chalk it up to just being who you are. Because maybe that's a story you've told yourself. It was a story I've told, I used to tell myself. It's a story that I've heard countless people tell themselves. My students told it to themselves. Like, I just, I, if, if I can connect with you in any way, then I know that you've probably been in that space of just being like, well, this is just who I am. It's just who I am. That's just who I am. I, I don't want you to be in that space anymore. Like, I want you to start saying no. And when I say that, I mean, literally, I want you to start saying no. <laughs> so when you see it as this habit, and it starts to come up, if you can shift your perspective around that, rather than going, it's just who I am, or like I've said before, like just gripping on for dear life, and bracing yourself for the ride, because I know that's the space that I had been in, you can literally step in and say, no. And I said it out loud. And I've told people to say that and they were like, holy, I'll just say it, crap. <laughs> they just said like, holy crap. Like, 
I just, they didn't realize that was an option. They didn't realize that was something that they could do. And, you know, maybe like, I I do want to frame this, okay? Because I don't want you to think that you can take like a, like a full-blown panic attack or anxiety attack or whatever, or, you know, like you're stuck in your bed and, and think that you can just say no and it just snaps you out of it, okay? Don't set that expectation for yourself. If that happens, whoop buddy, okay? Sweet. Um, but if it doesn't, don't beat yourself up. So you bring it smaller, right? You bring it in. And that's why I said that you can start stepping in little by little. Because for me, like, I'll give you an example. Like, I would be making my bed and like a wave of depression would come over me. And I, and I would just be like, it's just who I am. And I would just like lay, lay down in my bed and be like, I can't function. Life sucks. I'm sad. I couldn't finish making my bed. Like I couldn't do that little task. And so what I started doing was if that happened, not if, when it happened, I started saying, no, no, I'm going to finish making the freaking bed. No, I'm going to finish making my bed. And I wouldn't let it stop me. I wouldn't let it get in my way. And I would do it on such a small scale. I wouldn't say, no, I'm never going to be depressed again. <laughs> or no, I'm not, not going to, I don't live with that. But I said, no, I'm not going to stop you or not going to let you stop me right here in this moment from making my bed. Okay. And maybe you deal with anxiety and you want to leave your house, but it's building up inside of you. Try saying no, this is just a habit. This is just what my brain knows. It's not who I am. It's not what I have to do. I can say no and step three steps outside your door and stand there and realize that you just pushed past a barrier that you previously thought was impossible, potentially. (laughs) I don't want to just make assumptions about you, but you could have thought it was impossible or you could have thought that it was too much or too hard And if you can say no and push through that little bit, you can look at that and see that as proof, as validation, that it is just a habit, that it's not who you are, and that you can change it. That little smidgel of proof can go a long way if you keep making little smidgels of proof. (laughs) Okay, so that's what I want to encourage that you start doing. You start treating it like a habit. And you start taking steps, little baby steps, okay? But you start taking steps to then break that habit. And what you're doing when you look at that little smidgel of proof, I'm just going to keep saying smidgel because it's way too fun. (laughs) But when you look for that little smidgel of proof, you are then creating a new habit, an empowered habit of saying, I get, I get to say what I do. I get to say how my life goes. (laughs) And you start replacing it. You start replacing that automatic habit of being like shut down or can't do this or or whatever and you change the narrative. You change the action and you teach your brain something different. That's what I want to encourage you to start doing. Now, the other thing is that you don't need to know why you have the habit, all right? You just need to see the habit for what it is right now and be determined to change it, okay? Like, if I can think of any example, you could take a, a smoker, for example, or somebody who smokes. I don't want to like just like label you, but like <laughs> if you smoke, I don't know. Uh, anyway, 
But if you take somebody who smokes, when they want to break the habit of smoking, because it's an, it's an addiction, right? It's a habit. It's something that they're familiar with. It's their go-to. It's how they know how to maybe deal with stress or whatever X amount of things, okay? So again, we don't need to know the why. But um, when that person goes and says, I don't want to smoke anymore. I, I do not want to smoke anymore. I want to quit. Do you think they sit there and spend days, months, years reflecting and trying to figure out why they started smoking in the first place? And do you think that they're like, oh, if I could just figure out why I started smoking, I won't want to smoke anymore. It'll just stop. It doesn't really click, does it? It doesn't totally make sense. And so that's why I encourage people. I'm like, look, if you want to beat this, you don't have to know why you have it in the first place. I have maybe some kind of inkling as to why I, I might have had bipolar anxiety and depression, but I didn't figure that out until after I beat it. And I was like, hmm, hmm, now I'm curious. Okay, you don't have to know why to make change. And in fact, I, I would even go as far as even if you do figure out the why, it's not going to change your, your automatic response to dealing with things or to responding to things or to coping with things, it's not just going to off like automatically, like just completely rewire your whole brain once you figure out why. So there might be people that disagree with me on this, but that is my stance and I'm allowed to have my opinion. And that is that. So, so I, I like really just try to see the habit for what it is right now. And don't, don't worry about the why. And what I see a lot of times too, is that when people worry about the why it, one, it takes them longer to, to beat the bad if, if they beat it at all. And two, it causes them more distress because they can't figure it out. And it's taking a lot of mental energy and they're still struggling in the space that they're in currently. Like the, the way that I can speak to you about this is that like a good chunk of my students, I don't know about their childhood or their past or what got them here. I don't know. I don't know about that. What I know is what they're experiencing right now. What I know is what their struggles are in this moment. What I know are the obstacles that are coming up for them right now. That's what I know. And that's what I help them work through. And that's how they beat the bad. I don't know all the stuff in their history because it's not necessarily important. The only time it comes up is if, if they're continuously bringing it up. But again, then it becomes part of the current issue. If they have memories that are coming up or things coming up like that and they're talking about them or they know that that's something that's holding them back, then they can see that it's part of the current issue and we can help them reassociate it and think about it differently. But we're not digging trying to figure out why. It's because it's already part of the present. So this is this is all tying into like treating it like a habit. And I think sometimes mental illness can be treated differently because it is in the brain and we're like, maybe if we can understand where it came from, then blah, it'll all unravel, it'll all get better. But really, that's that's more work than I'm going to say than a lot of us need. A lot of us just need to focus on what's happening currently and stepping in and changing that because like I said, even if you figure out the why, it still may not help you navigate the present. When I was in therapy, there was so much time spent around the issues with me and my sister. Like they were like, oh, 
there's there's something here. Let's keep searching. And I'm like, all you're doing is making me angrier. All you're doing is making me more upset. <laughs> That's all this is doing. It's not helping me figure out how to cope with those emotions. It's just it's just bringing them all up and I don't then know what to do with them. And then I go home and I still don't know what to do with them. And then I come back next week and I still don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so not trying to bash therapy, but that was my experience. And, and you know, I, I know that that can be beneficial for some people if that's what they seek. But again, I'm just going to bring to you my perspective and, and my opinion on this. So and I have the right to do so. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just want you to, to really consider taking mental illness and looking at it more like a bad habit rather than something that defines who you are or that you're diagnosed with for the rest of your life or that you're stuck with or that you need medication or therapy to solve and figure out or feel relief from. Because if you can make that shift, like, I'm, I'm curious if you're making it right now, if, you, if you're seeing it and you're like, what? Like if a light bulb's going off for you, how, how does it feel? How does it feel to make that shift? Does it make you feel more empowered? Does it make you feel, I don't know, does it make you feel intimidated? Does, does, how does it make you feel right now? But I'd still, I'm going to encourage you to put this new perspective of saying no and seeing this as just a habit into practice. And that anytime something comes up, it's not, oh, there's my anxiety or there's my bipolar, or, there's my depression. It's, oh, there's a habit. I don't like that habit. <laughs> I'm going to say no. And I know that makes it sound super simple, but I want to encourage you, try to make it simple for yourself. I, and I'm, I really am not trying to talk down. Like I know what it feels like to be in that space and how dark and heavy and overwhelming it is, but it doesn't mean you can't take this and bring it to the table because it's bringing awareness to the table. So I'd love for you to put this into practice. Definitely let me know how it goes by DMing me on Insta at the Real Simply Ollie because I'd love to hear about your experiences. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions, like hit your girl up because I'm, I am here to help. I'm happy to help. And yeah, and I just want to remind you that you know this is the approach that I bring into my program, Beat the Bad, and the doors do open March 10th. So. I'm very excited for that. I'm so pumped to bring in new students and to be changing more lives. And I know that there are so many of you out there that are in the boat that I was in, where meds and therapy just aren't working. They're not, they're just not the path that maybe you want to take or is working for you. So I want you to know that there's another option. There's another avenue. And it's one that will leave you feeling so self-empowered. And that is what Beat the Bad is all about. And that's what I'm here to help you with. So March 10th, mark your calendar. Go get on the wait list at www.simplyolly.com slash BTB. And thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. 
So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyali.com slash btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyAli so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.